listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. We're here for episode 41. Thanks for tuning in. Yay! <laughs> it's me, Shelby. Hi, Shelby. It's me, Polly. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, what's up? Oh, you know, just hanging out, recording a podcast. Cool. Yep. Uh, anything else? Because if not, this is going to be real short. <laughs> That's great. Thanks to our <laughs> Patreon supporters, Carol and the crowd. <laughs> Wait, don't say it. I heard that Benji only waits till the end to hear his name. Oh, Benji. Oh. T- I take it back. I will say none of their names, so they wait. Okay. Um, I do have one follow-up story that is very important. Oh, please tell. I have a working washer and dryer. Woohoo! It is far more amazing than I could ever fully describe. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm very um, happy for you. I can't remember exactly what the last update was that they weren't working. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and you told the whole... Well, I think the last update... No, they were delivered. Yeah. But they just couldn't be hooked up because there were a million and a half problems. Yeah. Turns out about pff, one of those five problems was actually a problem. And Mike totally saved the day and fixed, hooked up the dryer fine. Um, And the guy that delivered it was just a moron and doesn't know what four inches looks like or how to look at a vent and see that it's the same size. But that's beside the point. And then we kind of like finagled the washer into working with a lot of duct tape (laughs) to get the hose into this wash basin um but then we just just because the landlord was working on it but like the contractor couldn't come out for a while and so we didn't want to wait that long so we figured we could fix it for a while and we did and it was lovely but now we have this like beautiful pvc piping that goes into a drain as it's supposed to and it's lovely and i have clean clothes to wear Yay! I'm you don't sure live like a college student anymore. Everyone is super excited. Yeah, I can go away for the weekend or for the day and not take laundry with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And that's my most exciting update. Cool. That's all I got. Um. So I have some stories. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how they turn out. <laughs> Sometimes I wish this was a video uh, cast so that people could see what's happening to your face right now. <laughs> it's a lot of like self confusion and like thoughtfulness. And <laughs> so um, go on. So you know I'm living in a new house and I haven't I haven't been here for all the seasons yet. So I'm like learning yeah. the little quirks that come with each season. Okay. You also know that I'm petrified of spiders. True. True. Um, and that they're terrifying little demons. Agreed. Um, sent out to destroy me. Yeah. Um, 
So I have a very firm stance that no spider that I see in my house will die. Like, it, it, oh, excuse me. Wait, what? I, <laughs> I have a firm stance. Let me try this again. Okay. It's been a long day, people. Um, I have a firm stance that any spider I see in my house will die. Yep, that's the right one. <laughs> they infiltrated my living space. And I've been seeing that stupid meme go around on Facebook that's like, what if that spider that was living in the corner of your room thought it was your roommate and then you killed it? How do you feel now with a picture of, like, a cute spider, if such a thing can exist? It doesn't. And I'm like, no, I I don't feel bad. I don't care. It should not have been in my room in the first place. Yeah. But my stance on killing spiders that are outside is basically, as long as they don't touch me. Uh Uh-huh. Or crawl on me. Uh-huh. Or, like, make any moves towards me. <laughs> uh-huh. They can live. Because I understand that they apparently serve a purpose in the ecosystem. So we've been told by the spider lobby. I know. Big spider. <laughs> From big spider. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I feel like this seems fair. So I have bushes in... My front, like, front little lawn area, and then along my driveway. Yep. And there are, I don't even know how many spider webs filled with these particular spiders that Uh, I don't know what they are, and I don't know how to Google it to figure out what they are, and and then I don't want to Google it because mm -hmm. then I'll see a bunch of pictures of spiders, and I don't want to see that. I'm getting, like, creepy crawly feelings already just doing this. (laughs) And they have these webs, like, in these bushes, and they're of varying sizes, like the spiders uh, and the webs. Uh-huh. And there's a couple particular ones that I see, like, every time I get out of my car and then walk to the door. Uh, and I see them just chilling in their web. Yeah. And I know they're not trying to hurt me, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't really know how to handle it. And then I get really, like, freaked out. And yeah. I don't know. And they're really spooky, too. Like, there's there's a couple in this big bush. And I to get to my hose, I have to, like, creep past the bush. Okay. So that's been a fun, like, acrobatic routine of trying to avoid touching the bush for fear of one of the creepy yeah. demon spiders crawling uh-huh. on me. Uh-huh. But then when you, some of them, when you get closer to them, they, like, dart away. And I'm like, oh, my God, where did it go? And then I freak out that it's coming for me or it's coming inside. I don't know. They're the same spiders that I see inside our house most often. So I know, I I just don't know what they are. And they have, like, come out in full force. And it's clear that they're, like, a late summer, like, early fall type of bloomer. Uh Uh-huh. I remember this issue last year. I'm not a fan of them, and I want them to go away. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely recommend doing something to make them go away. I mean... But what do I do? Well, you could unleash that crazy cat on them that I see behind you, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is there, like, a type of spray you could, like, just put on hold your concerns for the environment for, like, I don't know, two hours to really get those suckers <laughs> or yeah. just other than that you're gonna have to just wait for the first big freeze and which could be next week for all i know yeah 
It's not going to be next week. I watch the weather very closely. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case anyone was concerned about this misinformation. Yes, Yes, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think I think I just have to like stare at them when I walk past and let them know that I'm the boss and that if they make any moves towards me or my house, they're going to die. Yeah. Make yourself look real big. Yeah. Or is that for bigger than them? (laughs) I think that's for bears, but I think it applies to demon spiders as Um, well. If anyone has better advice than I do, feel free to let us know on facebook.com slash likely story show. Because my advice is use a can of something dangerous to spray on them. Or wait it out. I will say the good thing. The only one that I... The one that I don't like... The, well, there's two that I don't like. There's one that's precariously close to the hose where I turn on the water. Yeah. So I, like, keep a good eye on him when I'm going uh, to turn on the water. Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's awful. Um, and then the one that I see when I get out of my car is a little bothersome. But he's really spooky. He, like, darts away as soon as I shut my door. Uh, he's also tiny, so I'm a little less intimidated by him. Yeah. But I just don't like them, and I don't like having to see them every day. Like, I don't want to have to see spiders every day of my life. Yeah. It's traumatic. I think that's a fair thing to try to fix. Um, Do you have anything else, though? I can't talk about spiders anymore. Okay. Um, So I am doing something drastic on Saturday. Are you? I don't even have a guess what. (laughs) I am going to color my hair red. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you? One, I'm very excited for you because I think it will look lovely. Thanks. And two, <clears throat> I had a whole conversation with myself about when I went and got my hair done recently, how funny it would be if I got it dyed red. <laughs> And then I wouldn't share a picture with you until you got yours done. And then you would be like, see, we don't look the same anymore. And then I would send you the picture of my hair with my hair red. And then it'd be really funny. (laughs) Uh, The funny part is, is that you could get the same tone done because I sent you the picture of the color (laughs) that I'm getting done. So you could have been like, I want this color. <laughs> I just like played out the whole scenario in my head and like tried to decide if me going to be a redhead was worth how funny I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously I did not do that. Because no, you see my so hair blonde. right now and it's not red. <laughs> nope. Still blonde. I know it is going to be pretty exciting that people could probably tell us apart now. Yeah. Well, at least by our hair color. Yeah, by our hair color, not our voices. <laughs> oh, man. So that's happening. I'll <sighs> post a before and after picture on our yeah, Facebook. Yeah, please do. And on Instagram, because we were able and to log on- back in. Oh, yeah, you were. Well, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll send you the picture. Okay. <laughs> and you I'll can figure, post it. I'll figure it out. Um, um Yeah. Otherwise, there's just, like, a lot of stuff going on in the world that is making me, like, uh, really infuriated. Yeah. And so it's really hard to think of fun, more lighthearted stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you, you want to chat about? Well, 
I feel like there were two things lately. Okay. One, I woke up this morning, so I was at a very late meeting last night. Yes. In Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. AKA the land. Cleveland and rocks. Cleveland <laughs> rocks. At least it's not Detroit. Yay. <laughs> funny promo videos. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I got home at like 1130 and I just basically like crashed into bed because I had to go back to work today. And then I woke up this morning and there was just like a million tweets about Skittles. Skittles. And I didn't understand at first because I had to like backtrack to what prompted all of this. And it just made me really sad. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so DT Jr. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. posted a picture, an artistic picture of Skittles <laughs> with the phrase, it was like, yeah, with the phrase, if you had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. Make America great again! Yep. And then he tweeted, this image says it all. Let's end the politi- politically correct agenda that doesn't put America first. Which is such... Yep. There's lots of things that are ridiculous about this. Um, and I would just like to say that I have a friend who has a friend who works for Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. A former classmate of hers. Yeah. Um, and she said Skittles is pissed. <laughs> I One of the actual, like, funniest tweets I saw was, um, I forget who it was, but they were just saying, like, I don't think the Skittles social media manager was prepared for what they woke up to today. <laughs> <laughs> Which I agree. Um, Skittles should be pissed. It's, co- like, I, I can't even... I, I know we have tried to be good about staying away from some of the politics and with how many days till the election? 49. I don't know that we're going to be able to continue doing that because I'm totally losing my shit. Um, But what I think is interesting also is that coming out of all of this, like that photo was stolen from, um, shoot, I forget which, like a photo website. Like, yeah, where individual people can have their photo albums or you can have them to be licensed and all of that stuff. And the man who took the photo was a refugee. Yep. Fleeing what? Cyprus, I think. Cyprus. And, yep. and has come out and been like, what's going on? Like this. I was just like playing with lighting in my living room with a bowl of Skittles <laughs> and like the, I, you know, I didn't condone this. There's no way I got paid for this or would have wanted to, but yeah, like, what is that. happening? He was like, he's like, there's no way I would have accepted payment for this. Like, yeah, but I didn't, I also didn't give permission for it. And just like, I feel like that is an aside of the, like, that is kind of next to the main yeah. issue here, but. And Skittles had a really great response, and they said, Skittles are candy, refugees are people. We don't feel it's an appropriate analogy. We will respectfully refrain from further commentary, as anything we say could be misinterpreted as marketing. And I'm like, yeah, good work, Skittles. Yeah, that was great. I don't even like Skittles, and now I want to go buy some. Yeah, I do enjoy them quite a bit. They get stuck in my teeth. Well, sure, but that doesn't make them less delicious. 
<laughs> you know, because they're candy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. More of a chocolate peanut butter kind of gal. All right. Well, speaking of all this delicious candy, this gets me to my second major issue, which you're going to have to like walk me off a ledge here because I have been getting pretty worked up about this. Okay. <sighs> okay. So New York Fashion Week happened recently. Yep. And with that um, came an article that has been making the rounds on, um, so it was on the Washington Post by Tim Gunn. Mm-hmm. My favorite. One of the loveliest humans I've never met in my life. <laughs> um, so Tim Gunn. I'm just going to say this real quick. When John doesn't love watching Project One Way with me, but he actually enjoys it because of Tim Gunn. Yeah. He's like, he just is so kind and compassionate and yeah. like a true like mentor and like really wants the best for people. Like he takes his job seriously. Yes. Yeah. So Tim Gunn um, uh, wrote this piece for the Washington Post and the title of it is Designers Refuse to Make Clothes to Fit American Women and It's a Disgrace. So he goes through, and to, to be very clear, I want to hug him. And it's an amazing article. We have it in our show notes. You should definitely go read it in, in more detail. But the kind of gist of this article that he's getting at is fashion and retail need to do a better job of acknowledging the size of actual American women. Yep. And, and it's not getting better. Um, and it can't be like this side, like, Oh, kudos to them. They put one plus size model in their fashion show. And then we called attention to her and it's this big deal. And, um, I mean, I think that, you know, he goes on and um, I'm trying to find like there are a lot of problems, but he's basically calling out the fact that the fashion and fashion retail world have turned their back on plus size women, which I don't even have the energy to get into the label of plus size plus women. Size. <laughs> I can't yeah. like I can't even get into that right now, but know that it is like plus what plus more yeah. fat plus more <laughs> height. Like what plus am I more plus? Skin? Thank you. Yeah. Like plus more delicious food eaten. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway. Okay. That, we're going to have to <laughs> save that for another time. Um, but he's saying, you know, like it's just basically fashion and retail have turned their back on women who are not a size 12 and under. Yeah. And I would even say going to 12 in some places is doesn't really happen that much. No, um, not a real size 12. So, like, you know, for example, 8.5% of dresses on Nordstrom.com were plus size. Penny's website is about 16%. Um, in May, when he was looking into this, Nike had five, quote, unquote, plus size items. And yep. so you're seeing more and more kind of smaller, especially I've, I've been finding in workout clothes, small companies specifically gearing their clothes and design to plus size women. Um, but it's just like, it's this bigger issue that I appreciate the way he called attention to it is yeah. very respectful. And I think, um, and I'm trying to find Ashley, right? Ashley, the yeah, winner Ashley. from, yep. um, I'm trying to find her last name. 
So we watched Project One Runway last season, Mm -hmm. um, Ashley Graham, and we both, like, as I recall, both liked her. Ashley Nell Timpton, actually. Oh, Ashley Nell Timpton. Then what? Did she change? Interesting. Uh, It's something else. Okay. So the winner of last year's Project Runway um, was plus size, did a plus size line, and Tim Gunn basically called it out and was like, it was horrendous. Yeah. You did like she did all of these things that are not how you make the plus size figure, like how you accentuate the balance of silhouette and proportion and fit. Yeah. And one of the judges even admitted to saying they were voting for the symbol of a yep. plus size line winning, not the actual line. Yep. Um and this is where it really like hit home for me because I don't always shop in plus size clothes, but sometimes I do because they fit better. Um, but there aren't like you have to buy online, which gets me to my next rant in one moment. But, um, Oh God, now I lost it. Oh, he's saying that like pastels and large scale prints, like they're all guaranteed to make you look bad. Like, see, they're not flattering. I I will actually disagree with this though. Yeah. So I am really into body positivity and I've been, um, following a lot of really awesome women on Twitter who are, um, BOPO, um, body positive. Yep. Got it. Um, (laughs) and one of the biggest things that I have taken away from it is that you, regardless of your shape, size, amount of fat, amount of cellulite, yeah, whatever, you should be able to wear whatever makes you feel good. Yeah. And if that is a large scale floral, then wear large-scale floral prints, you know? Yeah. So I understand where he's coming from in terms of, like, a fashion. Right. what he considers to be, like, fashionable. And, you know, some of the things that some of these women that I see wear, like, I look at and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would never, ever, ever wear that in public. But then I'm like, but she feels good, so why the hell should I care what she's wearing? So that was the only part of this article that I was like, Okay, Wait a second. I get it. You're like you're in the fashion industry. Yeah. Whatever. I, I do like, agree that's, though. That's a great point I, though. I mean, and I kind of was like pastels. What? I think pastels are lovely. And Yeah, what's wrong with pastels? I think like where I where I started being like, yeah, I get where he's coming from is because I have felt in a lot of the the stores that carry, you know, additional plus size lines, it's all effing animal print. Like just because I'm not a size 12 does not mean everything that I want to own should be leopard print. Yes. Like, stop it. That's what and makes I, me angry is that, like, I just want all of the other colors and patterns and designs of all of the other stores. Just with more material. Just fit That's, to, like, a different size. <laughs> um, and something that he did say in this true a lot of times with plus size is that it's, it's oversized. Like yeah. it's not made to even fit your body. Um, it's like it's made, made to, to like, cover it and hide it. Yeah. Which doesn't, <laughs> no one wants to feel that way. Um, yeah. And no one wants to look that way or maybe some people do, but that's, and that's them, fine, but, but yeah. there should be more options. Um, I'm just going to take the, the, a second to plug a really awesome, um, Excuse me. A really awesome <laughs> brand. Um, 
that I really like um, called uh, Smart Glamour, and they're based in New York, and it's just one woman with interns yeah. um, who makes all of the clothes. And she makes from, like, an extra, extra small all the way up to a 6XL. Yeah. Um, and then anything in between. You can do custom garments as well for oh, an additional, yeah. like, $20. So you can have a custom-made dress to your specific yeah. measurements. Um, and she is just a really great advocate. I recommend following her on Twitter, too, um, for clothing being made in every size she's like there's no reason why this dress and this print can't be made from right an extra extra small all the way up to a 6xl like there's no reason that designers shouldn't do that like it's just extra fabric that is it yeah so yeah that's one of the really cool brands that is doing yeah body positivity well that's awesome I wish there were a lot more because what kind of started this um, rant for me and then the Tim Gunn article came out and though, I mean, I think you pointed out some negatives of kind of his perspective from like the high fashion world, which I do think are accurate from your perspective um, was that I get um, a lot of my work pants from Old Navy. So like pants are always the hardest thing to find to fit. And for some reason, there was like a six month period where Old Navy had perfectly fitting where I felt like they were the right length. They fit well. They weren't super tight. Like they were just comfy and a good fit. Yeah. Um, to the point where like I didn't get home at the end of the day being like, I need sweatpants. I can't wear these clothes anymore. <laughs> like they're just comfortable but looked nice. Whatever. So originally I bought a few more pairs. So I had like you know, three of the same pair of black pants or something. (laughs) And then recently I was like, Oh yeah, I really actually love these pants. Like I'll go check it out. So I, um, because of course, you know, fat people should not shop in a store. We're only allowed to shop online. Yes. You can't Um, be seen outside. Now I wasn't an old Navy. Yeah. Don't go outside, please. I wasn't an old Navy recently that, um, and I feel like this is fine telling you the store name because these are all just factual experiences that I had. <laughs> yeah. um, I was in there recently and none of their work pants or like khakis or anything I found above a size 16 even. But then in jeans, I did see some going up to around 20 and some of the styles. I think I saw some 24s maybe. Oh, wow. But they were just kind of like scattered in, scattered around. Yeah. Um, like, oh, anyway, this is returns or something. Yeah. For some reason, we have this random size in the store. So I have to buy them all online. So, okay, fine. So I buy them. I have them shipped to my house. I'm all excited for my package. And as usual, with buying clothes you haven't tried on, not a single thing in the package fit. Oh, jeez. The pants where I clicked the previous link from my old order and then just clicked, like, I bought another pair of the black ones. The same size... From the same link, the pants were made with a different material. What? They were cut differently. Oh, my gosh. Like, they weren't the consistent pant. Like, and they still, like, they said they were. So, it's not like they sent me the wrong thing. They've changed how they were making pants from, like, six months to a year ago. And then I had tried the same style 
same size in different colors. Uh-huh. Wildly different. Oh my gosh. Like it just, it's infuriating. I don't know how people are supposed to shop and feel good about the clothes that they're wearing when like it is a two month process of shipping returns, reshipping and returns to like yep. find a pair of pants that fit. Yep. So come on, old Navy. I just like really want you to do better because there's, like, did you think I wouldn't notice that, like, you changed yeah. the material that you use on the pants? <laughs> like, just stop. Yeah. I don't know. Just stop it. I have a lot of these feelings, too. Yeah. And I think it is. Like, I think that's what makes some of the, like, there are big cultural issues to feeling positive about your body, especially for <laughs> women, I think. Um, yeah. Like. That positivity isn't coming from many places. No. (laughs) Like, even if you were how, like, you felt good and were at the level of health or fitness or anything that you wanted to be, if you can't find clothes to go out in public and feel good and have fun with your friends or, like, feel like the bomb, awesome, like, confident professional worker, like, how, you know... It just kind of all cycles into, like, do better. I know. I I won't get into... So I read the article, um, and I thought it was really great, minus just when he got all fashion industry. He, he was pretty against prints, which, as you know, I was fine with, because I also don't wear prints. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I know love you, prints. <laughs> I know, and you look, you look so lovely, so it works. <laughs> I see no problem with prints on my curvy body. (laughs) And there aren't. They are amazing. Um, But anyway. But that just goes back to, but you, like, that goes back to the body positivity is that you should be able to feel good in whatever you choose to wear. And you should be able to find things that you like to wear. Yeah. Um, I also found it interesting that he was like, you know, plus size women should be wearing separates and not dresses. And I I'm did like, feel I like... wear, a, I like my main wardrobe in the summer, like work wardrobe is all dresses. <laughs> I did feel like that was a little bit weird because there are a few dresses that I have um, that like, if I need to feel really great for something, there are a yeah. couple dresses that I'm like, yeah, I feel really good in this dress. Like yeah. I'm confident like, I'm going to go knock whatever it is out of the park. So I did yeah. feel like the anti-dress, anti-jumpsuit. Like well, I mean. I wouldn't me, wear the, a jumpsuit. The but... jumpsuit is a separate fashion decision issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, that's fine. But, yeah. Um, he did have some weird advice, but. Yeah. I, but, again. It's at that's... least bringing attention to the issue. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to talk about a lot of the comments because they were heinous. Um, (sighs) But a few of the comments, uh, there was one in particular that made me, that I hadn't even thought of before for some reason. I think a lot about this issue on a regular basis because I have to dress myself every day. Uh Um, You don't have someone that comes and dresses you and then (laughs) just leaves? (laughs) Oh, okay. Weird. No, no, no. Sorry, um, getting back to it because you have to dress yeah. yourself every morning. So I think about this issue a lot, but I had never thought of it this way. And there was a man who commented on the article 
and was like, I don't understand because I, when I'm going to buy a suit, they measure my chest, they measure the length of my arms, they measure my neck, they ne- measure, like, the length of my legs. Like, they yeah. measure everything to get a particular, uh-huh. like, fit. He's like, as a man with a 40-inch 40, 40 chest, I have the options of, I don't even remember, I don't know yeah. men's clothing sizes well enough, so... He's like, I don't understand how I can have that cus- that much customization, like, at a normal store. Like, yeah. not even at, like, you know, somewhere fancy, just at a normal store where you buy suits. He's like, I don't understand why then a woman has to walk into a store and she has sizes 0 to 16 and she's expected to fit into them perfectly. Yeah. Or pay extra was, for alterations, which, yeah, I mean... Well that, and that's the other thing, is that men's alterations are usually free. Yeah. And some, I will say, there are, I know, some stores, department stores and others that do free alterations. Like, I have seen that. However, that is often not free and a discussion of means and ability to buy higher-end items. If I yep. had all of the money in the world, someone would be perfectly tailoring close to my body every week and this would not be an issue so for the majority of women not a size 12 um yeah but yeah i had never thought about it in that way with how men's suits are fitted to them like even suit pants aren't tailored because they are fit to the length of their leg Yeah. yeah they're not they're not finished i have never ever 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 seen a pair of women's dress pants that were uh-uh. untailored. Uh-uh. They're all finished. And that's not even like a plus size necessarily that's just, discussion. That's just in general. Yeah. What if what if you're a size 6 but you're really freaking tall? <laughs> yeah. Like you can't buy I know I have a friend who has very very long legs and she cannot dress in pantsuits because no pants Actually are long fit. enough for her. Yeah. Her legs. So all of her suits <sighs> are I mean, okay. <sighs> We could talk about this forever. Obvious, it's so aggravating. I know. Our obvious solution so that we can stop talking about it forever. The world is going to just have to go back to where we make all of our own clothes. Yeah. Because otherwise I don't see how this is going to get fixed. I don't have time for that. At least not in the next 49 days. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't have time for that. And I, I think what um, there's an... Uh, an additional NPR interview that Tim Gunn did. And I think this quote, like you would think that the market would adjust, but I think that there are such ingrained beauty standards that it's not changing. And as you noted, horrible comments from the world of the internet. Oh my God. Some Um, of these comments guys were like people had ulterior, like it was ridiculous, like, I, the things yeah. I was seeing. The one Not you sent even, me was enough to, like, spiral out of control over here. But, that was definitely the worst, but... But so what Tim Gunn said was that there are 100 million women in this country who are larger than a size 12. If I were a retailer, I would certainly like to help corner that market. Uh, like, yeah. Create a store... That is warm and inviting and non-judgmental. That has sizes that fit in fashionable clothes that are like similar options for everyone. 
and then just let the dollars roll in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll just clap my hands here. Like, that's a day well done, successful, you'll be rolling in the dollars, which apparently is just a lesson to ourselves. Like, do we need to stop podcasting and go create a store? I don't know how to do that. I don't either, but maybe we should figure it out. Maybe we need to corner this market. Seriously. I mean, okay. seriously. Shelby and I are now taking applications for designers who are willing, who are not just willing, but excited about the prospect of making clothes for all types of women. Also, anyone with business knowledge or retail knowledge. I <laughs> Other than just working. <laughs> but like actual like, like retail um, management and like yeah. ordering and that kind of stuff. Uh, just, just I'm sure like, we can figure it out. That's what I'm saying. Just send send us your info. We'll get at yeah. you. We'll we'll figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Also, Next if step. you want to test some prototypes, you designers, feel free to let me know. <laughs> yeah, I would love to get some free clothes <laughs> because so. this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Okay. <sighs> okay. Should we move on? Sorry, we need to because I'm still as worked up as I was last week when I texted you about this. <laughs> yes. You're like, I have to talk about this. <gasps> okay. Okay. Like, not a problem. We sorry, everybody. Sorry. If you're listening to this on your way to work, I'm sorry for how much anger I've just unleashed. <laughs> uh, hopefully you have someone dressing you. Yeah. All right. What's next? Cool. Stuff at the end of an episode. Yeah, I mean, we might as well. We got a few things. Okay, I just have like two kind of weird, funny things. Okay. First, Kate McKinnon, Emmy winner. Emmy winner. She thanked Hillary Clinton and Ellen DeGeneres in her speech. And she's so <laughs> humble and precious. And I just want to hug her. She's amazing. Yes. Okay, so that's it. Cool. The second thing I have. Have yeah. you heard um, of Bumble BFF? No. Okay. Have you heard of Bumble? Like Bumble and Bumble or just Bumble? Just Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is like Bumble. Okay. I'm, I've just learned about this this past weekend at a brunch with um, some old friends that I was reconnecting with. So Bumble apparently will neither of us would know this is a new dating app. And it's oh. kind of the, like, feminist, safer version to Tinder, where okay. on Bumble, girls um, make the first move. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So, then, after they've had that going for a while, in, like, earlier this spring, they released a version called Bumble BFF. Which is okay. basically you use the same like swiping and like matching, but it's for friendship <gasps> to like help women make new friends since making friends outside of college um, as working really, adults really is like, hard, really hard. So and then your friends move to Ohio <laughs> and then it gets harder <laughs> and then you move away from your friends and it gets a lot harder. Um, so one of the women I was with this weekend, um, she's more, uh, we all used to work at this camp together. So it was a bunch of like counselors getting together. And the one I was talking to was more friends with my sister. She's a little bit older than me. Um, but really lovely. And it, we had an amazing brunch. 
But she was telling me that when she had moved and like gone through a couple different life transitions, had used she had been using Bumble for dating, but then saw the Bumble BFF and that she's actually met a couple like really great women that she's really good friends with from it. I know like I'm I really had no idea what this was until just now. I purposely didn't look it up when I yeah. saw it in the show notes. And I want to download it right now and start looking for new friends. <laughs> so I've been like debating whether I want to try it or not. I read a couple articles about it. Um, just talking about like, it still kind of have has that same feature, which I never. <laughs> so when I stopped dating because I was dating my future husband like <laughs> dating apps weren't really a thing yeah so I've never experienced that um yeah, so I, I think that either. might feel a little bit weird but some of the articles were helpful and and some were just saying that like they've met a few women that are good to talk to some went in groups like they went with uh-huh. another friend and like just had a you know a bunch of people that they matched with all come out together to kind of go to a happy hour and so it's like less pressure than like a one-on-one date are you my potential best friend forever <laughs> like that just feels really intense to me um and i feel like the introvert like nervous side of me keeps backing down from this but i just wanted to bring it out there if any of our listeners have used it um let us know how it went. I think it's really, I think it's a really cool idea. And so if, if either of us try it and with permissions from any future best friends, we can maybe talk about how it went. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not kidding when I'm say I'm going to download yeah. the app after we're done <laughs> recording. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to start like going on dates tomorrow or anything like friendship dates. But yes. Yes. Friend I, dates. I, um, um, I'm lonely and I need more girlfriends in my life. So (laughs) I just think like, I think it's worth a shot because what, like the worst that could happen is you have a few like new acquaintances that you can touch base with or chat with occasionally. Yeah. Or you find like an awesome best friend that's like clearly not going to be as cool as me. Well, no, but like they'll live in the same town as you. Yeah. And by default be probably cooler. You're pretty cool. I know. But you don't live here anymore. So I know. It is really you dropped hard. a few notches on <laughs> the know. pool scale. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, but anyway, Bumble BFF. Cool. We I'm may, really excited that we you We may it be up. talking about this in the future, but I just wanted to bring it up in case anyone had used it or if, Polly, you were interested. Yeah, I am. Okay. That's all um, I got. I just have a quick. Um, I just have a quick update um, because fall TV is starting. So I was going to um, recap one of the shows that I've been watching. um, Uh And that is Better Things, which is the Louis C.K., Pamela Adelon's new series. Yes. Um, So as you know, I will bring up the Rotten Tomatoes reviews um so critics give it a 94 percent whoa and the audience gives it a 66 percent interesting i am somewhere in the middle interesting did you see that it was already renewed for a second season i did not see that cool i think unless this wait hold on you keep talking i'm gonna look this up 
I really like it. Um, it's similar. It's a similar style that they've done in the past because Pamela Adelon was on Louis C.K.'s show. Oh, okay. Um, Louis. Um, so it's kind of, it's a little bit more of a dark humor, like that kind of like real life is kind of gritty and, and tough and, but it's really interesting. It's, I find her to be a fascinating character. I love her daughters. All of her daughters have, um, male names like Hmm. Duke and, um, just, it's just an interesting twist and like fits really well with the character that Pamela Adelon plays. Um, and I like it. It's 30 minutes, so it's a really minimal time investment each week, which I like. I like turning on my DVR and seeing that I have something to just, since I am so busy right now, to just relax for, like, 30 minutes before doing something else. Yeah. Um, But I like it. It's pretty good, and I would recommend it. Um, but it is definitely kind of a darker humor that's not, like, if you're looking to feel, like, uppity about life Uh like it's probably not the best show but you're also not going to walk away feeling like miserable okay yeah i did um it actually looks like an article that came out on variety just today said that um fx has renewed better things and their other freshman show atlanta both for second seasons yeah, Atlanta, apparently, I've only seen previews of it, and it's their previews are really interesting, but mm-hmm. Atlanta is apparently also really, really great, um, but I don't know if I'll be watching that or not, but I'm definitely watching better things. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll have to look and see if any of those are... FX doesn't usually put shows on Hulu, do they? Uh, I don't I have to know. look. We are we are ordering cable this week. Oh, that lasted long. Football that season <laughs> again lasted about three months. <laughs> um, but we won't have DVR. But I may be able to catch up with like their streaming service or whatever later. So. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. All right. I think that. I mean. Yeah. That's I mean, what like I got rainbows and ponies and good tv shows and we love everyone and be nice to people and make clothing that fits everyone yeah all right so talk to us online um hashtag likely story yep or we're also on twitter i haven't been very prolific on twitter recently but i'm still there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i'm at polly ann with an e k so polly and k and shelby's <laughs> at shelby elizabeth Mm-hmm. You can also see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash likely story show. We're also on Instagram again. We're back. <laughs> yep. I figured um, out how to use Instagram. We're back. And we're likely story show on Instagram. Yeah. So check us out there. And now officially thank you to those Patreon <laughs> sponsors, Benji, Carolyn and Joan um, for getting Polly, her new wonderful mic, and Woo! keeping the lights on and the audio rolling. From, oh, yeah. From our homes to your ears. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. Let us know what you think. If you'd like to hear us talk about something or just to say hello. Yeah. I like hearing from you. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, bye.